Hi, and welcome to Super Engaging Podcast with myself, Steve Halpern. Remember, if you listen to this podcast, just listening will change your system to a younger system. Yes, you will start aging backwards, just listening and incorporating a lot of the suggestions I make in these podcasts. Okay, so let's get a little serious now. I came across an interesting study on kiwi. Well, actually, I was in a health store. I'm always looking for new products, and I came across a kiwi extract, and I said, hmm, let me cross-reference kiwi, and it's fascinating because it contains lots and lots of uh, polyphenols. These are very important um, biochemical nutrients, and they were promoting it for uh, bowel movements, normal elimination. Kind of interesting. And in fact, when they combined it with (laughs) prunes, it even worked better than either one alone. So there's some interesting research that there also might be some ingredients in the kiwi that support bone health. That was kind of very interesting that it might work well with uh, vitamin D and vitamin K. So eating a cup of kiwis, they're nice and juicy, might be a great idea. And of course, my top of my list of berries is blueberry or blackberries. Some new studies on cognitive functioning going to support that brain. So one of my things that I do, and I've said this in previous podcasts, you know, in making a smoothie in the morning, put some taurine wonderful, wonderful beneficial amino acids, some taurine and some glycine, which makes glutathione. Then I'll put in some citrulline for nitric oxide, open up those blood vessels, put a little flaxseed, chia seed, maybe a little bit of inulin, put this berry mixture, and uh, you're good to go, especially if you're going to use this to take down your supplements like the... uh, Oh, 45 supplements I take. (laughs) Well, I'm not saying everyone can do this. And uh, many of you know, because I'm part of a medical practice, I get to measure myself, test myself, know that I'm doing the right thing, and I keep changing and manipulating. Okay, so let's get more into the fruits. You know, bananas have great fiber, and, you know, I'm a big fan of increasing fiber intake, no matter what condition you have, except you might want to go slow on the fiber. If you're new to taking in additional fiber, uh, you have a, a bowel issue, uh, you won't want to do it too suddenly. But the suggestion is that getting somewhere around maybe 30 or 40 grams of fiber from your diet and, and however else you want to add to it. Like I said, adding, adding chia seeds or flaxseed or um, oat fiber or bran fiber or psyllium seeds, all good to get that fiber in. Uh, healthy colon is so important. And there were some studies that it actually might help in preventing colon cancer. So. Think about that the next time. And also the fiber helps you feel full. So you uh, 
uh, I was hungry and could stabilize blood sugar. So start to look at those labels, and you'd be surprised uh, what you think might have fiber in it, and it doesn't. You know, I've looked at certain cereals and grain cereals. Unfortunately, they have a lot of sugar in them, even the so-called healthy ones. And then I look, and it's only got like one gram of fiber. How did that happen? So eating whole foods, beans especially, you know, berries, beans, really good for taking that fiber. In fact, there have been some studies on on health aspects of diets with lots of beans. And beans are cheap. <laughs> so, you know, adding some beans to your diet is part of uh, maybe, you know, we call it the Mediterranean diet. But I think if you add a healthy, you know, Latin diet, okay, might be a good combination. So let's move on to all the health goodies. You know, it, it's difficult on, on doing the web to search out real fact from advertisements or, you know, there's the amazing growth of these infomercials. They hooked you in, you know, it used to be TV infomercials, you know, now it's web infomercials and you click and you get this ad and it goes on and on and oh, da 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 and then they're going to tell you the secret. This is going to be a secret to relieve all the pain that you ever can even imagine having pain. And it turns out to be some common ingredients that are high-priced, but of course this is special and magical. I learned something the other day about this whole uh, supplements and the FDA. The FDA does not have to approve a supplement before it's marketed. Now, if there are side effects, you know, they get reported to the FDA, that's another thing. So really, we're in the wild, wild west of supplements. And, you know, being a billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar industry, you have to really be careful. And I'm, I'm saddened because there are things that really do work and work well, even, you know, uh, similar to some medications without the side effects. We're trying to sort through what works and what doesn't work is uh, often very, very difficult. And I think that's why there's a growth. And uh, I renamed myself, okay, used to be just a health coach, but now <laughs> I'm a functional medical health coach. Well, what's a functional medical health coach? A functional medical health coach works with a health practitioner, like a physician, a functional medicine doctor, and the intermediary, because the whole problem is not information, it's the doing part, okay? It's the changing those habits that we become set in, and also getting used to, you know, I call it the getting used to phenomena. Often when I was doing counseling, I still do it in my counseling, I asked my clients, can you remember when you felt really, really great? Well, some people <laughs> don't even have that. So they just get used to a certain state, a certain 
physical and mental state and realizing there might be something else. But of course, it takes some effort. Now, you know, if you're one of those who already does all these great things and has experienced that, then you know what that's like. But if you haven't and you're new to this and you need to start from the baby steps, um, understand that you know nutrition science doesn't have all the answers, but we have some good clues. And the first thing you need to do is look at how much sugar you're taking in in your diet and all those hidden things that you really don't pay attention to. And you look at it, 25 grams, oh my gosh, that's enough to create a, you know, make you diabetic. No, seriously, start to look at the labels, even things that supposedly in the health food item of the supermarket or the store or the Whole Foods or the Trader Joe's, look at those labels. You know, way, way back, probably in the, uh, I guess it was in the 70s, I, I don't really know the exact, I haven't put in to my memory bank. There was the head of nutrition in England, his name was John Gitton, and he came out with a whole premise that the leading cause of many, many chronic health conditions was the high sugar intake. Well, he got attacked <laughs> and he got blacklisted. And, you know, just it was terrible what was done to him <clears throat> when he came out with the idea that <laughs> it was all the sugar we're taking in and all the hidden sugars. And so we have so much diabetes and even pre-diabetes. Now remember, pre-diabetes can also affect your liver and then you get fatty liver, which you really don't want. You don't want fatty liver. Fatty liver can be a major, major cardiovascular risk factor and even a risk factor for liver failure. Uh, and they're tied in. So one of the things I suggest to my clients, if you're really not sure what's going on with this whole sugar business, is uh, you get a device that measures your blood sugar. You put it on your arm, and it will give you real-time sugar glucose, I'm sorry, glucose measurements to what you're eating. Because one of the most extraordinary scientists nutrition scientist, Dr. Roger Williams, who discovered more vitamins than you know, any, anybody else decades and decades ago, came up with a concept of biochemical individuality, nutrition biochemical individuality. And so what we see is even with, you know, standard you know, health diet recommendations, they can be different. And a food that's going to set off the sugar in one person, I'm not talking about you. Know, we know just taking pure sugar is going to have an effect, but sometimes different foods are going to have different responses, and the mixture of foods are going to have a different response on raising that blood sugar. And when you raise the blood sugar, you stress that whole mechanism 
and often what happens is you wind up with insulin resistance, the inability to have functional insulin, and that's a big problem. And insulin resistance has been linked to cardiovascular disease, and maybe even in some uh, in some studies, uh, higher cancer risk, and certainly uh, more age-related conditions. So getting that sugar measurement really really a good idea and not just the snapshot when you go to the doctor and you take a fasting glucose it's not a picture of how your diet's affecting and the foods are affecting in general and even the glycated hemoglobin it's okay not again not a perfect test and so if you really want the motivation you might want to get uh, a glucose monitor and go from there exciting study that well, it's not really a study. It was an anecdotal report from a patient who was having a hard time, a senior, getting that blood count up, uh, low red blood cells, and it was a problem. And tried some, you know, they tried different medical interventions. And when they went to Florida for the winter and got a lot of sun, the blood count almost returned to normal. Well, why? Well, it's that. Okay, UV, yes, UV, you get skin damage. We understand that. You get cancer, skin cancers. But this is low-level infrared. It's the infrared that comes from the sun. You can't see the infrared. It goes 15 inches deep into the skin. And it also can affect healthy cell batteries, the mitochondria. So somehow or other, this keyed into raising the blood count to a normal level. Now, the infrared has also been reported to help with inflammation and pain. And so getting some sun, a really, really good idea. So I come to the end of this podcast because then you'll listen and then I can uh, put my notes together and do another podcast Please share these podcasts, especially um, for people who are trying to get healthy and need a starting place to start and get this information. Hopefully, it doesn't put them to sleep. You know, it's not, this really wasn't designed as a, <laughs> like some of college lectures or some of the um, podcasts I see that are so boring that I use it to help go to sleep. Uh, no, I hope this was uh, valuable. If valuable to you, if it is, please share it. Please share it in your social uh, media network. Super anti-aging uh, shows up on a Google search. And uh, exciting, exciting times. I will be moving into uh, video podcasts and possibly, you know, live podcasts where you can answer questions and uh really get this information out to as many people as we can. So I come to the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening.